0: And welcome to Women in the Business Arena. I'm your host, Sonya Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Shook Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Every week, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We reframe the lens on business so women just like you know how to achieve not just success but fulfillment and freedom. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs, mothers, and multiple business owners how to conquer the business arena. And the thousands of women we have worked with have given us insights and wisdom to share with you. We get honest, vulnerable, and real about what we've seen and experienced. We would love for you to join us in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. And if you want to get even more support, visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm here with my beautiful co host, Laura Shook Guzman.
1: Hey, Laura. Hey, Sonia. How is it going in your life and
0: business today? (laughs) It's going well, actually. It's a bit of a flow day. It's kind of nice. We've been exploring different directions, which leads really nicely into our topic today. Laura and I thought that we would talk a little bit about divine timing. Right. So however you want to label it, divine timing, alignment, flow, what feels right. You know, there's those times in our business, in our life where things just work and they flow and they're easy. And then there's times when things that we really wanted to work just aren't working. So what do we do?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, and I, I, I like that you said, you know, we all call it different things. Um, you know, some people are just like, oh, that was such a serendipitous moment, right? Yes. So there's an example of just some timing lining up just as it should, but in kind of in an unexpected way. Um, so we live in a culture in which we're so structured. And we use time to divide up our seconds, our moments, our day-to-day, our weeks, our years, when we're going to do this event, when we need to launch, when we need to plan that vacation, when our family is going to be ready to relocate to a new city. I mean, everything is planned, right? We do a yeah. lot of planning in our human um, experience. And I think that it's very uncomfortable for people sometimes to let go of the steering wheel and sort of let a more um serendipitous or divine timing have its way with you like just watch for signs or to kind of like let things unfold or really pay attention when something is so hard and you're like push 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 that you question like maybe the timeline i'm on is maybe not quite the right one maybe there's (laughs) some message i'm getting to pivot and readjust or yeah
0: yeah. Look, and I think it's cool to talk about the balance as well. Right. Because, you know, it, I am definitely not a fan of sitting around and letting something, no matter what you believe in, dictate my life. Right. Like that yeah. does, does not work for me. And yet. There's a time to surrender and a time to accept and a time to work with things that are outside of our control. So I think, you know, what we're really talking about, you know, is very much sort of aligned with like the serenity prayer. You know, you, you know, know the things we can change, know the things we can't change, you know, accept that. And I and I think, you know, we're looking at that balance. When do we yield To divine timing and things we possibly can't see? And when do we need to put the plan in place, take a little bit more action, be a little bit more deliberate? Like that, I think the, you know, that, that little line is where things get really interesting.
1: Yes. Yes. I really appreciate bringing in the balance as it's, it can be a whole nother just completely throw caution to the wind and just wait and see what shows up. Um, That's kind of living on the other extreme. And in a way, those are both like being um, in a place that's not intentional. Like if you're completely in the driver's seat and, um, you know, white knuckling (laughs) the steering wheel, that's one way of trying to control everything. And then actually going the other direction is actually still surrendering too much to like, it's almost... um, an act of control because you're like, oh, I'm just going to let go of the student wheel completely. That's my choice. You know, yeah. I'm just going to see what happens. Like neither one of those are really ways to, um, to approach like the way that things co-inspire each other. I think cause there's timing and there's planning and then there's being able to be fluid. And yeah. I think this is one of the superpowers of women in business is that mm. when you think about how good we are with time management I'm not sure why we throw so many of our skills that we use in our daily lives and other areas of our life. We throw those out the window sometimes, I think, when we come into the business hat and we like put the business hat on and we're like, okay, so now, you know, we kind of go into this more masculine Mm -hmm. way of thinking about time. We're trying to block time and only do this and only do that. It's like, wait a minute, what about our ability to juggle many things in a way, not just that multitasking, I'm not, not saying that we have to go and just multitask. There's time for focus. But do you see the direction I'm going with it, Sonia, that it's like there's this skill in our fluidity with time, Mm -hmm. the way we handle our relationships and our kids and all the different things that we have to do in our day-to-day life.
0: Yeah. Look, I think about it in terms of like bamboo, right? Like, you know, being bamboo where we're flexible yet really super strong, you know? yeah, <laughs> like that, you know, so when the wind comes and it's really, really strong, it's not going to destroy the bamboo, but it's sure in to knock down that oak tree. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, that ability to be fluid, that ability to flow with the way things come to be um, deliberate and make decisions and, you know, guide our our lives and our businesses, but also to allow there to be flexibility and to not get too attached to something that we, you know, wanted. Um, and and I think, you know, definitely Laura and I've been through so much of that and so many different iterations of the businesses that we've had. But you yeah. know, I know for myself, you know, making a plan is always a an outline right? Like I never have a plan that I am determined to stick to. I always create plans as outlines because I know after 20 years in business, I know that nothing ever goes to plan exactly. And so you, you sort of have these outlines and you, you flow with them. You put the next step forward, you feel, but I almost reevaluate my plans like every week, really. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: And I think it's like exactly that balance of flexibility and strength. So there's the structure and there's still a lot of solid, you know, roots in that structure. There's ability to to shift. And sometimes it doesn't mean that you take something off the table completely. It just means that you kind of direction from, from things that are happening around you to be like, is this really, do I really have to push so hard? I think what's in my mind right now is like, people get attached to a launch date for a business or attached to rebranding their business and it must go out on. And of course, rationally, there's probably a lot of different things of like, oh, but this is going at this time and it's Mm -hmm. right before the holidays or it's there's like other big things, right, that are happening in the world and you think we have to do it now. Like if we don't do it now, it's just complete failure. It's just like going to be a catastrophe. And I think that what I'm encouraging people to to think about is kind of to step out of that box when you feel yourself really rigid on a timeline and be like, well, what would happen if, say, we only launched at half mass or we did an exclusive pre-launch or we did something at this caliber to make it more doable because if we try to go 100 and launch we're actually not ready um so this is what you know i'm talking about like you're approaching deadlines and you're not ready and you're just like pushing yourself and you're collapsing at the finish line rather than being like, maybe I could step to the side and take a break and just drink some water and get my breath. And maybe yeah, I'm going to show up a little bit differently than I thought, but it's going to be a lot more effective for me to cross that finish line rather than collapsing on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, and I think the piece is the way we approach it and the way we judge it. Right. Because like, I, I think I like, I I think I'm actually pretty good at being fluid and it's taken me a long time to do that. But, you know, I've had a lot of trauma and stuff happen in my life. And when you get hit with like really bad things, you, you just, everything else becomes a little bit more meaningless, if you will. (laughs) Like it's like, yeah, the bills don't get paid on time, you know, like yeah, that's okay. You know, uh, you don't launch something on time. Yeah, that's totally okay. Like I have projects that I was supposed to have finished six months ago and I'm like, yeah, they're not finished. That's okay. And you just sort of, you, you begin to accept that Like it's okay not to meet a deadline. It's okay not to meet a projection. You do need to create clean agreements. So if you're in agreement with someone, obviously you have to go back to that person and you have to be honest and really communicate so that there's clarity and, you know, honoring of an agreement, but you know, we can change our minds. We can shift and, and change things because guess what? Life throws things at us, the world throws things at us. And I, and I think if we can allow ourselves that space to shift and flow and be fluid, then that really allows us to grow in ways we couldn't ever possibly imagine. I mean, no matter what you believe, there are things that we can't see, like, you know, whatever your beliefs are I mean, I don't know anybody who has not had weird things happen, right? Or divine things happen, or, you know, something unexpected happened that was even better than you could have ever imagined. I mean, if we try to control it all with our small little minds, with our conscious minds, then we miss out on so much magic. Yes.
1: Yes. And that is something I've noticed that people who really leave space in their life, for magic and these things to show up, mm-hmm. they have it happen a lot more. And yes, you could argue, well, maybe they're just noticing it, but then yes, they're noticing it. And they're actually then appreciating the magic where if you're always kind of assuming it's not going to happen, if you're always kind of coming from the more of that scarcity mindset instead of abundance, then you're going to get those things showing up. It's going to be more scarce. It's going to be like bad timing, right? Um, And it's all about reframe. Sometimes you think about something as being bad timing, like, wow, that was really horrible. It couldn't happen at a worse time. Well, actually, I just had this recently. So let me me share a little bit. So I had this in my life where, you know, and Sonny, you know, like I've been working on a succession plan for certain parts of you know, have three businesses. (laughs) Against Sonia's advice, I'm running (laughs) three businesses. Let's be clear, you guys. She's working on me. Um, So one of those businesses, I've been looking at a succession plan and then not feeling, you know, dragging my feet on it. And then I had a personal crisis come through in my family where it's like, oh, I have to stop everything and. take care of my child. I need to take care of my daughter. She's having this medical stuff that needs to be prioritized. So in that process it seemed like, oh, this is such bad timing. Like I'm trying to get someone to help me with my business. And then my manager just told me she is taking another position at a different company. And now my daughter's sick, right? I could think mm-hmm. like, that's horrible timing for everything to happen at once. But then all of a sudden I started to see gifts in that, in that, oh, wait, I'm freeing up my schedule in a way that I never would have because I'm taking care of my daughter and nothing mm. matters. So all of a sudden, I was like a superwoman and just being like, done. I'm not doing that. I'm delegating that and letting go of this. And then all of a sudden, I woke up one day realizing how much work I just had done on my succession planning that <laughs> happened in a cup, like in a week's time that oh. would have taken me six months because okay. I just didn't have that push. But the universe is like, I got you over here, I want you over here, and here's your attention, and so you're going to need to get this piece done, and I did it, yeah. and that then is actually good timing, that in this situation that was hard, I was, a- and things conspired to, to happen, I had people show, show up to help me, that just came out of the blue, kind of be like, hey, I see that, you know, that I could benefit from helping you with this, so let me step in. So my own personal experience recently was that I could have just chunked all of this to bad timing, and I could have just been overwhelmed with all the different things happening at once. But when I realized it was all happening for a purpose, it was all happening in a way that was creating a ripple to actually move me in the direction that I had been meditating on every day to the that I wanted. But it was just being delivered in a different way. <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes. And look that, you know, I'm going to label it divine timing. You're welcome to call it whatever feels most comfortable to you. But when those moments happen, like the thing is, is that everything happens so quickly, like things that could have taken years take days, you know, like it's just, you know, and and it's interesting because, you know, like you, I've also experienced some of that recently because you know, obviously we're on this trip where we really don't know where we're going or what we're doing. And we're just allowing ourselves the spontaneity and the freedom to decide in whichever way things fall. And, you know, it's been interesting because we, there's certain things where we make a move and it's like, effortless. Like literally I do nothing and the universe just opens a pathway and it's like, okay, wow. And then we're trying to do other things where it's like, nothing is working. (laughs) It's like, no matter how hard we try, like we were just trying to get uh, my stepdaughter here. And I swear, no matter like how much we tried every angle with all these different, we were trying to navigate all these different issues and like, we just couldn't do it. And so finally I got to this place where I was like, you know what? It's just, it's not meant to happen right now. It's just not meant to happen for whatever reason. Like we've done, we've done our, as much work as we can. Right. And, you know, and it, so it's just, I think it's for everybody starting to just feel the difference when those things happen in your life, when things move smoothly and easily, and when things are like just not coming together and and honoring that that says something right? Yes. That it means something. And maybe it just means to stop, like when the things aren't coming together, maybe it just means to stop and reassess or just take a step back and just relax and move more slowly until things come back together again or reassess or go a different direction. I mean, these are all the things we can explore, but I think there is something to be said when something is not working.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's the mindset that is, requires some curiosity. Right? Yes. We're so quick to make judgment because, hey, let's let's be real. It is time-saving and efficient when you're just like, I've already decided like when this happens, this <laughs> means that, I mean, there's a biological component to us being habitual creatures and us making quick um, decisions or judgments. However, when we get to be more aware, self-aware, and we are more mindful of what's going on, we can pause and just be like, "Huh, that's interesting. I would have just assumed this. Wondering if maybe the timing means that there's something else waiting for me. Like you said, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes when you don't do that launch, that, that sponsor steps in like, and is like, Hey, I really want to help you in your business. Like, can I sponsor you at this blah, blah, blah. Like I'm going to help launch your product. you know? <laughs> and yeah. you're like, Oh my God, I could have totally launched without that. And it would have not been what it needed to be. So we don't know what next thing is around the corner and yeah. it's staying curious. Yes. what might that. not be ready for it? It's, not, it's still cooking in the kitchen. There's still something, you know, it's right. not ready yet.
0: Well, and that's the thing, like I recently did a post where I was talking about that. Like we're so quick to rush everything, but the simmering is magic, right? I mean, in the kitchen, the simmering is magic. Like the longer something cooks, especially things like chili or, you know, stew or soup, like there's a magic that happens. And, you know, I think... We sort of sometimes miss sight of that because we're so quickly trying to just get to plan, just do what we, you know, just. (laughs) Yes, totally. Like execute like a robot, just get it done, doesn't matter. And, you know, look, the world definitely judges us for sometimes not meeting our deadlines, right? That's a very masculine thing. And business is definitely wrapped around that masculine thing. And I'm not saying don't meet your agreements, be late on every project with your clients. Like, you know, let's, you know, split some hairs. You know, obviously you wanna keep agreements, you wanna keep your honor, but I think there are extenuating circumstances. And if we do things with integrity and we do things with communication, that it is absolutely okay to have to move and shift and change things you know and and one of the things that i've been exploring is that i think sometimes when things aren't working we need to step back and get wider right because you know, this is one of the things that we've been contemplating sort of in this nomadic journey is that, you know, we had this plan that we were like, well, let's go to a new place every three months. You know, so we get experience different countries and different cities and, you know, like have a whole thing. And then we've sort of settled at the place we're in and we're kind of like, we kind of like it here. Maybe we'll stay. And then it's like, but no, but we're, but we're not going to plan. And it's like, well, why? Why can't we make a new plan?
1: <laughs> you know? Exactly. And,
0: and so it's like, you know, we've had to step back. And actually look at, look, what is our bigger intention? Not how do we execute that intention, but what is our bigger intention? And our bigger intention was to find, you know, a tribe, to be able to feel like we're in a place where we have resources, to, you know, feel like we have freedom and spontaneity to live more minimally so that we don't, we're not carrying around and lugging around a million things. Well, we can do that in many, many different ways. And I think sometimes when you widen back and remember what's my intentions, not how how do I execute it? We're able to kind of more flow with what's happening and make a way better decisions than trying to force ourselves to fit that specific execution just because we thought that was the way it needed to be.
1: Yes. And it takes trust. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) I mean, it takes trust. And I love your point about You know, for many of us, it's a fear that we're not going to be be taken seriously or that we're going to come across as unprofessional. And it is a kind of a a paradigm shift that I would for us to to all work on collectively that business that professionalism doesn't have to be that you're showing up perfect, that you're showing up exactly as you discussed six months ago with all the plans intact. Like, (laughs) I think that is the old way of doing business. It's like, you just have to be reliable, consistent, and there's value in that. But what if professionalism is also based on a person's ability to show up authentically, to show up with vulnerability and transparency about what's happening. Why does this timeline need to shift? not because I don't care about delivering on time and what I, you know, agree to. It's because I want to make an even better product or a better service. I want to do this in a different way. And some things are not quite coming together. And so I'm coming to you with like a a communication around what's going on. Because I often find that, you know, people are able to shift their own expectations and they're happy to... To understand like, oh, I'm going to take a couple more days, but then I'm going to do this much more, you know, Um, but if we don't communicate, and we're just white knuckling it, and we have our perfect mask on, and we're just showing up like this is it, I'm great, you know, then that doesn't allow for that humanity to exist. And then we're all kind of, you know, we're all playing. It doesn't feel good for anybody, you know.
0: That's right. And and you know I think it's a it's a big thing with communication. It's really interesting. Like I you know I don't fear making, like if I feel I need to make a decision, even if I know it's going to be uncomfortable, the other person's not going to like my decision, like I will still make the decision that feels right to me. And, you know, uh, some people react. And, and, but the point I want to make is that when we are clean with ourselves, when we've done everything we can to stay in integrity, to communicate, to a rearrange or create a new agreement, we've done everything we can. We don't owe someone... Um, you know, an old promise that doesn't no longer fit. We, you know, don't owe someone a commitment that isn't right anymore. And in fact, it's not good for them or for us to try to push things that don't make sense, that don't feel right anymore, that just, just no longer apply. And I see that happening a lot in the business world and like even a really simple example because this last week I had some really interesting no shows with calls you know which is very rare like I rarely have no shows and and I and I think it's really interesting because what happens is you know like I'll sometimes have someone who doesn't show up for a call that we arrange and they'll call, you know, email me later or whatever. And basically, you know, really apologize. Tell me they had some reason, like someone this week had like a child that was sick and, you know, and so that's completely cool. Like I'm a mom. I totally get that when there's honesty in it. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Let's reschedule. But then you have the people who don't show up They don't call, they don't communicate. There's no, there's like nothing. And I've had in the past where, you know, someone's then tried to recreate another call with me when they didn't even communicate, hey, I'm sorry, I missed our call. Hey, I'm sorry, I wasted an hour of your time that you could have booked for someone else. And to me, it's like, they don't get another call, right? There there is this way, like things happen. And, you know, we've all been guilty of running late, of missing an appointment, of forgetting an appointment, of like, you know, having a sick child and we're struggling to get to an appointment. Like, great. So let's just communicate really openly and vulnerably and just say, hey, look, we're really sorry, but this is where we're at. This is the honest truth of where things are at. Doesn't matter what the other person does at that point. We're in integrity with ourselves
1: yes yes it's so interesting because i was thinking about that the other day when we don't respond when we don't communicate this is a little bit on communication but you know often we do we create such a a, such a like uh something that is more much harder to repair when we don't communicate um and, and and even i'm working on like communicating when I don't know what to say. I think that yeah. one is hard. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like when you know yeah. you need to say something and you don't know what to say. Um, this recently happened in my co-working space and, you know, all the timing, um, speaking of timing, things, when I was out of town, there was something that happened, I wasn't there and I felt really horrible that I wasn't able to, um, to fix that and the timing was bad and it impacted, you know, all the, these people in my community and so I got paralyzed with um what to say when you're when you when you know that you want to address something but you don't know um you feel like you have to say it perfect, or I guess I should yeah. say, like when I want to communicate, I'm like, Oh, I need to say this perfectly so everyone's gonna understand what the timing was and da 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 <laughs> and then, oh wait, another day has gone by and they haven't heard from me. And they're wondering, did Laura ghost us? Like, what's going on? And I'm sitting there, you know, trying to figure out what to say. So sometimes going in with vulnerability, you don't always have to it out. If you know your timing is off, if it's not working, if, you know, um, and I'm saying this to myself right now, you just reach out um, to those individuals in, or to that client base or to whatever, and you tell them what's going on. I actually – Saw this happen on a really large scale with someone who was launching an online program. I can't remember. It feels like it was like one of the the people that most pe- most people would recognize their name, and they rolled out a pre-launch disclaimer that something had happened and it was changing everything, and they were going to take some to revisit what they want to roll out before they you know introduce their product. And I thought, wow, that takes a lot of courage. And so mm-hmm. I didn't feel like they were being unprofessional, right? Yeah. I felt like they were being brave to actually pause a moving steam engine, like an online <laughs> launch, <Yeah. laughs> you know, serious stuff. It's got a lot yeah. of stuff rolling with it. And just yeah. to say, hey guys, I said I was going to do this, but this is happening. I need to reflect and revisit. And so we're going to press pause. You know, That is yeah. really... Really hard. So, and I'm working with how to do that without sending them a five page essay about it. But to be yeah. able to <laughs> just short and succinctly say what's going on.
0: Well, and I I think what we're talking about here, the reason we've sort of moved into communication and some of these topics as well is because what we need to address is permission to follow divine timing and permission Mm. to let go of bad timing, right? Because that's that's the challenge. It's like we're up against, we feel like we're up against a wall or we're trapped or we're frozen or we, you know, we're going to fail or we're going to be perceived as bad or there's all these things that come up for us when we know somewhere inside of us, something isn't right or is right. And it's going to affect other people, right? I think that's what we're talking about. And, and we do affect other people, right? We're all connected and there is lots of ways that we do, but I have found in my long history of being in business and also my life, that when I follow divine timing, even if it hurts people temporarily, even if they're bothered, even if it pisses people off, it is a thousand times better than pushing that car up a hill. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. So much. Because that pushing and pushing, it just takes so much energy. And when you're pushing against, you're really kind of going against, um, the stream, right? I guess the current, because divine timing is about surrendering, I think, to a certain current, a certain Mm -hmm. energy. Like you said, there's things that are unseen and it takes a lot of trust and it takes communicating with the people around us and giving ourselves permission to say, I don't think, I think something's off. I mean, I think that is what's hard For us to say to each other as business partners or to say to our clients, sometimes you recognize that something is going off, but you're afraid to be that one that's like, oh, what if we don't do it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 And it's so uh, and I think that it's like that permission is the hardest part, right? Because uh, like I know for myself. My natural state is very fluid, and if I am allowed to follow that, if I allow myself to follow that, then uh, like everything works out and everything is magical and things happen I couldn't even predict, and like everything flows, and and that state for me is magical and beautiful and aligned and like so fulfilling. But I have kept myself from that state a lot of my life because I was afraid of even trying to explain that state, right? So, you know, trying to explain to your husband that, yeah, honey, I know that, Uh, you know, it might not look like we're making a lot of income, but it's all going to be fine. Like, I know it, like Mm -hmm. I can feel it. (laughs) Those times in your life where you're like, no, no, I know this is the right path and I know it's a leap and I know we have no data to back it up, but really I know. And so like, I think sometimes in my life, even though I've known a path is the right path, I've like, couldn't justify it. And because that I didn't give myself permission to follow it. Yes.
1: Yes. I think that we feel like we have to justify. We have to show some sort of data like that this is the thing. And when you trust and you throw yourself into that current, sometimes it's throwing yourself and leaping off the cliff and doing something new. But I think what we're talking about quickly around timing today is like or what's on my mind is like when you've leapt across the canyon yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait like this isn't time to do this, then we think like, Oh no, we're just going to free fall. But the reality is, is that maybe not, maybe then you see a rope swing at you and you're like, Oh, actually I can just grab onto this rope and I can go back to where I was. I can revisit and I can swing over here later. I don't know. I think that there's just so much that we get going on. There's so much momentum with being an entrepreneur that we are always moving forward thinking that we got to go bigger and do more and just get, you know, and sometimes you just got to pause and be like, wait a minute, maybe the timing of this is okay for me to sit. I was just thinking about the phrases that we use around language. And, um, I just recently saw a meme of, you know, the be still my soul like sit and be with yourself. It's like, it doesn't say, you know, um, Execute my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Get it done, my soul. It says, still. Because <laughs> that's where the divinity lives in us. Like that's where our wisdom and our essential yeah. self. And I love that we have so many words within even the English language that describes what divinity is. And some people think of it as outside of themselves. I think of it as in and out, like that there's this divinity within ourselves, an essential wise self that is in conversation with the musings around us, that knows the current, feels the timing. And yet our brain gets conditioned to be like, oh no, but to be professional, I need to execute on this right now. And I need to do this. I need to do that. And then we stop listening to yes. those subtleties that really are trying to help guide us in a direction that's much more aligned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I will say there's so much grace when you right. allow yourself to follow the divine timing. Yes. Like really. And I'm not saying it's easy because honestly, it's not just because of the way the world is. And especially if you have partners that are more linear. But it is so powerful and so worth it when you allow yourself. It's like you don't know sometimes where you're going, but there's just a feeling that you're following that thread. And it, it makes a huge difference because, you know, just like some of the things we've experienced so far on our trip. You know, we just walk into places and it's like it just like a magic it's like a red carpet unfolds for us. And we're like, yeah. wow, that was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, like right? you know, we felt that with our banking, like it's really funny because we've, you know, moved from from Australia to the US and we needed new bank accounts so and we don't really have an address. And you know, we have all these little things. And I swear we've just walked into these magical places that are like here's your bank accounts, here's, here's credit cards. Like, you know, like, I mean, it's just beautiful. It's like all this, you know, so much customer service, so much care. And we're like, wow, like that's so magical. That's so amazing. Yeah, And, you know, and, and other things where we run into people and we're like, why, what is that connection? Like, it's a small world. Like why are we meeting certain people that seem to have an intersection? I have no idea still, but like, there's something there that I'm just going to follow, you know? Yes. Yeah, yes. I
1: think it's yes. Interesting. Oh, the grace. I love that. Yeah. Such grace.
0: So yeah. Any final thoughts about this topic, Laura?
1: No, I think just remembering that it's, an exercise of curiosity and Mm. uh, to just heed the, the call of divine timing um, and be, yeah, be curious about what mysteries kind of unfold there and and give yourself permission to follow it. Um, And it's okay if it feels a little awkward at first um, because everything worth learning to do takes a little bit of practice.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, I love it. Those are the two things that I feel like I really took away from today is, you know, that curiosity, that it really takes that. It's just an attitude, the curiosity attitude. If you just have that in life, I swear it makes life so much better and easier and business so much better and easier. And then, yeah, just reminding ourselves that we do have permission, no matter what situation we're in, to follow what feels right. Yes. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there today. Thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Add to the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies, and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease. We need more women in power and with the resources to change the world. If you are enjoying the show and want to support our mission, please help us spread the word. You can write a review on iTunes, or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who've commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We are so appreciative of your support. Okay, see you next week.